Welcome to All Sides with Anna Staver, a special podcast edition. We sat down with all three Republican candidates for U.S. Senate and asked them a variety of questions. Now we're going to give you their answers to a couple of different questions, including whether Jenny's ice cream is better than Grater's. Spoiler alert, it absolutely is. So without further ado, let's start with candidate Bernie Moreno, the Cleveland businessman endorsed by President Donald Trump. So I want to ask you, where do you get your news? What outlets do you regularly check? And don't feel pressured to say WOSU. It's totally fine if we're not one of them. <laughs> of course. No, you know, I read, I read the Wall Street Journal every morning. Uh, I so read the I. New York Times to see what the other side is thinking. And I, I read a lot of media. I mean, I'm a very, very big consumer of media of all types of sources. I think it's important to get the, the, the full spectrum of what's being reported. Obviously, there's some media that is insanely biased, uh, but it's important to see what the indoctrination uh, word tracks are for the day. And last but not least, I'm an avid reader, and I always like to know what books have shaped people's lives. So what's the best or most influential book you have read recently? Well, I wouldn't say it's the most influential book, but if you say what book have I read recently that I really enjoyed it was The Pioneers by David McCullough. Obviously, it talks oh, about Oh, I read Ohio. that a couple of years ago. It's so good. It's a great book. The last paragraph is worth the entire book. I think it shows what this country is all about. It's people who risked it all through merit and hard work and perseverance. We built a great country, and I think we should honor that and respect that. So I really enjoyed that book. Of course, got to know Marriott, Ohio quite a bit uh, in this campaign. I have a lot of friends down there, and it's one of my favorite places in Ohio. Yeah, the descriptions of like the sycamore trees and the landscape and how Ohio was the Wild West. It's it's yeah. so strange. And yet it's such a neat thing to consider that once upon a time we were the Wild West. Exactly. Exactly. No, it's great. It's, it's good to know that we're such a key part of American history. Next up, we have Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose. I want to ask, where do you get your news? You know, what outlets do you regularly check? And don't feel pressured to say WOSU. Well, I do listen to WOSU, and I've been a longtime uh, public radio listener and have all the different presets around the state. Do you have the tote bag? I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I feel guilty that I don't have the tote bag. But I'll tell you, it's it's important as consumers of information to seek a wide and diverse variety. If you're getting all of your news from Fox News, or if you're getting all of your news from MSNBC, for that example. Or TikTok. Or TikTok, or whatever. <laughs> and so I'm Catholic. I gave up social media for Lent, which has been oh, interesting. a big lifestyle <laughs> improvement as well. We still post, and my team will like say, hey, would you approve this post? And everything I post, I personally approve, but I'm not consuming social media. Um, so uh, I picked up a, a real affinity for BBC when mm. I was traveling abroad because a lot of times you get into some hotel somewhere and it's like the only English language. It's also language. really interesting to see their take as an outsider on yes. the U.S. and its politics. How are things in the colonies? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, though, the BBC World Service does a terrific job. And another British outlet that, that I read or listen to weekly is The Economist. Oh, I love The Economist. I, I've got their app, and I listen to it like when I'm running or getting ready in the morning or, or what have you. Um, social media, by default, ends up being a news source, and we all feel, I think, a little guilty to even say that, but it is a, a you know a way of getting information and um, and, 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 you know, I try to read a variety of sources as well. I, I don't 
consume a lot of TV at this point in my life. But when, you know, I get home from a day on the campaign trail, Lauren and I occasionally will flip on. And I, I do like local news. Uh, you know, local local news stations do a really hard and, and difficult, you know, challenging task. They do an earnest good job of, of trying to cover the news. And, and so I, I do like to watch local local TV news as well. Well, I'm also a big book person, so I'm curious about what books influence people's lives. So what's the best book you've read recently? I don't know if I can pick one, and I have— um, and Some this, people have picked more than one. It's th- okay. This sounds like a cheat as well because just, you know, I'm a father and a husband and a reservist in the Army and the Ohio Secretary of State and a candidate for U.S. Senate, so like tons of free time, Busy right? Life. Uh, but I do make time for working out, and so I've been listening to audiobooks that as counts. I that run. That totally okay, counts. Good. Uh, so if you, I, do so this, I do the same thing. I've been really interested in leadership and leaders and uh, particularly the founders. Uh, I, I just was working through Ben Franklin's autobiography, which is like, spoiler alert, he dies before he finishes it. So it, like, <laughs> as you're reading it, it's like, oh, it's just getting Well, good. you said autobiography. Yeah. yeah, his autobiography. So he, he died and it was never – I've always thought it would be interesting for somebody in his voice to try to complete it. That may be sacrilegious. But um, also uh, the founding of this country is so interesting to me and really such a remarkable story. 1776 by David McAuliffe just finished. Um, a, a, almost a year ago did Washington and Grant by Ron Chernow. This is the nerdiest book you'll ever hear about, but I, I, I finished a book a year ago called The Checklist Manifesto. And the idea is the human mind is fallible. Oh, my God, I've read this book. Okay, yeah. And I bought copies for all of our elections officials. The because, part about the hospitals and the, like, line infections. Isn't it amazing? Oh, my God. Nothing as important as, you know, running an election, for example, should be just left to human memory. If you're a pilot and and if you have 10,000 flight hours, you're still going to do a pre-flight checklist because your life depends on it. Well, we've we've kind of implemented that same mentality in elections with with the checklist manifesto that I gave out to everybody. I'm an evangelist for that book. No, I 100% agree with you on this. Controversial choice. uh, Rigged by Molly Hemingway. It's about the 2020 election. The title may put some people off, but it really looks into some of the true problems that occurred. And it's not the conspiracy theory stuff. It's some of the some of the, you know, some of the things that happened in other states, which I call in many cases, um, crisis opportunism, right? Where somebody said, oh, there's a pandemic, so we're just going to throw out the rules and run in the election the way we want to. That's a bad idea. I read The Art of War by Sun Tzu almost once every year. Hmm. It's incredible wisdom. I was actually required to read this going through Green Beret training. Yeah, I was going to say. And the last one, because I, well, actually two more, Pioneers (laughs) by David McCullough, all about the westward expansion and these courageous men and women that built Ohio. Really awesome to take a look at. And then Shanama which is this epic story of the kings of Persia. Oh. I want to know more about Iran. Iran is a source of great instability in the world, and just to be very honest. And if you're going to understand a culture, you got to understand their history, including their epics and their um, mythology, if you will. And uh, uh, the, the Shanama is, 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 is that. It's it's a challenging read, but it's it's very it's a poem. It's a you know thousand page long poem. Uh, but I listen to the, I listen to that on 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 Audible as well. And it's it's you know this king killed that king, and it, so it's it's kind of interesting in that sense. But it tells you a lot about sort of the the Persian mindset, including pre-Islam, mm. uh, which is of course you know who the Iranians are. So yeah, thanks so much. That was fascinating. Absolutely. You didn't ask the ice cream question. Do you? Oh, I can ask the ice cream question. <laughs> All right. And finally, Jenny's or Graders. So 
I became a Jenny's fan when it was at North Market exclusively. Oh my goodness, that's right? way so back. This, yeah, throwback. And um, I'm kind of devoted to the salty caramel flavor, uh, and so for me, the the choice would be would would be would be Jenny's. If yeah. you haven't tried the brown butter almond brittle, uh-huh. it's life changing. I'm looking to have my life changed. Then I'll, I'll check that <laughs> out. I did not give up sweets for Lent, so I'll give that one. There a try. you go. And finally, we have State Senator Matt Dolan. So, Senator Dolan, um, where do you get your news? What outlets do you regularly check? So, primarily uh, newspapers. Uh, In the morning, I I read The Plain Dealer. I read The Wall Street Journal. uh, And then I will— Did you ever used to read The Columbus Dispatch? uh, (laughs) I I do. So, the benefit of being a state senator is I do get clips from all over the state. So, I I, I read it through that. So— um, but mo- mostly written materials where I get the news. No, that's not a bad place to get it, for right. sure. And I read about 70-ish books a year, so it's a big part of my life. And I always like to know what books people can't seem to get out of their heads. So what's the best book that you've read recently? Best book I've read recently? Well— Or uh, something that, like, you just, like, it haunts you. Yeah, well, I read a lot, too, but I have to admit I haven't read as much in the last six months as, that's fair. as I normally do. But I did pick up a book. Uh, it's called The Ordinary Man, and it was by uh, Smith, Russell Smith, I think. It was about Gerald Ford. Hmm. And that's exactly my reaction when I saw it in the bookstore. I was like, I, I really don't know what happened in his two and a half years of presidency. So the two takeaways I have from it was, one, it is absolutely amazing what a president deals with on a day-to-day basis. I mean, you read about all the great presidents and all the big problems, Lincoln and Washington and Reagan. You know, here's a guy two and a half years and all the things he had to deal with in those two and a half years. And second was how similar his position to how he was going to handle Richard Nixon as a Republican to how some Republicans now want to handle Trump. So there's talk about, look, Nixon policy is the right policy. We need to stay on the policy. But his, you know, his other issues are hurting the party. So I just saw the similarities between what's happening today and uh, what happened during the Watergate scandal. Oh, I'm going to have to add that to my TBR. It sounds fascinating. Well, as any biography, it takes a while before it gets good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a big fantasy reader, so I'm very much used to the idea of, like, just get first the like through the first 300 pages and then it really takes off. 300? Well, you're... Uh, Oh, fantasy books like regularly hit 800 to 1,000 pages. They're wild. So I've read more what I would say easier reads lately because it just helps your mind. They're comfort reads. I read a lot of uh, Lee Child, Hmm. uh, Brad Taylor, those types of adventures, saving the world type of books. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, the very most important question, Graders or Jenny's? Or if there's like a Cleveland brand you're really loyal to. Uh, yeah, so that's that's a conversation in our family too. So I don't know a whole lot about Graders because Graders is Cincinnati. Right. Uh, but it is, is merged in Northeast Ohio. But if you're asking me to choose between the two, I would say Graders. But I am in the minority in my family. My two boys and my wife love Jenny's. Um, Your wife is right. (laughs) That's usually the case. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this podcast edition of All Sides with Anna Staver. If you found this fun, entertaining, or remotely interesting, feel free to give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. 